Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Hayes Hustle Podcast. I am your host, Coach Hayes, a.k.a. Mr. Hayes Hustle, a.k.a. Mr. Make It Do What It Do on the microphone, ones and twos. <laughs> About to lock in, locking in right now, locking in. I've been uh, putting off, getting on here, putting everything in front of my obligation of getting on this microphone and making sure I deliver these episodes, making sure I'm delivering solutions to your problems, uh, entertaining you, um, making sure I'm bringing some light and all this darkness that's going on in the world. So, you know, without further ado, time to lock in, time to lock in. I'm excited. I'm excited. Locking in today. Crazy week. Okay. Crazy, crazy week. Uh, this is I have net you know we're after spring break right now and I'm looking out my looking out my window right now and snow is out here snow crazy weather I don't understand it they said this like first time in a long time in some history that it's been snow this late in Oregon and it don't it you know just don't help that we live high you know high on the hill you know, elevation is, is serious. So literally it's raining other places and it's snowing and hailing up here. So just the craziest, I feel like every day is like a comedy strip for me. You know what I'm saying? Like just things that I never expected. Lord knows I finally got a home that has a pool. Do you know I have been waiting on the right weather so we can get in this pool? Like, I, we're the kind of family that will be in a pool year round if the weather is right. This has literally been the coldest winter that I've ever been in. Like, it just lasted forever and ever and ever. Which brings me to us to this week. It's snowing right now. Uh, earlier I looked outside, it was, it was hailing inches of hail. Like, just unbelievable. Like, everything to prevent me from having pool weather is happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there, there's been times in Oregon where, you know, it's sunshine on Christmas. So to have us having this kind of weather this late in the year is, I feel like, I feel like somebody's messing with me. Somebody, somebody in charge, the big man might be up there messing with me. Just, just making me earn it. Like everything else in my life, making me earn it. Making me work twice as hard, making me wait twice as long, you know. Maybe I guess that's gonna give me some character, give me some. I don't know. I don't know. It definitely seemed like it is just absolutely crazy with the weather. Snow everywhere. School was canceled on Monday. School was canceled for my my uh, two youngest for Kaivena, for Kaivena and Kainoa. School was both canceled, so. You know, those are great days. Get to stay home. And, you know, I love being a father. Those are those are just some of my best days when they're at home and we get to make the big breakfasts and, you know, and, and stay home watching movies and kids are laughing and messing around the house all day and things like that. So the impromptu days off, three-day weekends, you know, those are up to God, but I, I do love them. I get, I get, I'm in full fledged daddy mode when you got a day off or a snow day or, you know, something like that, or a three day weekend or, you know, vacation time, or, you know, I get to unplug and just, and just be who God meant for me to be. 
you know, first and foremost, daddy and husband. So plugging in like that is, 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 is probably one of the best things I get to do, you know, that I love to do anyway. So it was a good time, crazy time. Uh, I hate driving in the snow. So snow, ice. If you don't know, some years ago, um, I'm, I'm probably 15, 16 years ago, I first started training up in Clackamas Hills up here in Oregon, Clackamas, Oregon. And I came before before this kid went to school, we had an appointment. Uh, and so I, I, I came out working with the kid, kid Austin Wellborn, that's his name. Working with Austin Wellborn, wearing, wearing um, at the time, uh, I was renting out a place, Doug Rudolph is his name, big time Clackamas donor back in the day just big 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 political mess i got myself into uh anyway we're we're going to this facility that i was renting out in his house and we get i get there about six in the morning we're doing work six to seven something like that i see it snowing outside i'm like oh well you know we'll get done with our work and we'll get out of here you know what i'm saying let's get another you know half hour done let's get it done Man, after a half hour, I had no idea how it snowed out out here. Like it just flash snow, and next thing you know, you got like five, six inches on the on a crazy day. And that morning, that particular morning, uh, something was wrong with my SUV. I remember I drove when my dad was still alive. I I drove his Infinity, and his Infinity was uh, I, I don't know rear wheel drive. Uh, so it, whether where it go, front wheel, rear wheel drive, it, his car did not work well in the snow, did not work well in the snow. So after my train was over, I jumped in his infinity, trying to hurry up and get the hell home. And bro, the, the car was not turning well because yeah, it was rear wheel drive. So the front wheels wasn't really doing what it's supposed to do. I hit a hill. I hit a hill. I, I'm, I'm almost out of Clackamas, about to merge onto like uh, Sunnyside, which is kind of like an expressway. And I'm I'm headed down to the street, and next thing I know, the car starts sliding. Oh my god! Six car pileup, bro. After I slid down the hill, more cars start hitting me. Like it was unbelievable. So, long story short, I mean, I guess I already told the long story, but. Uh, I don't drive in snow. I don't drive in snow. I'll drive in the ice. I park it. You know, I got this saying, if if it's snow, Coach Hayes don't go. So, you know, usually usually always got an appointment or, you know, two, three, four appointments a day in the afternoon. I got to go take care, you know, do 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 my thing, you know. That's what I do. I train. Yeah, that's, that's the number one thing I do. Everything is fine, but I train. I got to go get it, so. So, you know, in the evenings, I, I had to go. So right now, when I if I see some snow out there, they know. All my clients know. The cancel is, the, the session is canceled if it is snowing outside. <laughs> Especially if it's sticking. Like, you know, I don't have some situations financially. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I might have to, I might have to go back on that. But uh, for the most part, I stick, I stick pretty clue. I stick pretty true to if it's snow, I don't go. One of the things of being an entrepreneur, you know, you get to you get to really control. Like I don't I don't I don't do many things that I can die off of. Let's just say that. That day I felt like I was gonna die. I was sliding down the hill. I literally was going into a woman. I thought I was going to kill her. That nose of my car diving down the hill. And as I'm diving down the hill, she had already went down the hill before me, 
her car had turned and the front of my car was headed to her driver's door, like going to wipe her out. And I'm seeing her face a little Asianly. I see her face screaming like, no, no, no. So I'm coming down the hill and I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God. And so as I'm going down this hill, I had really no control. I'm, I'm putting on the brakes, which I guess which you was not supposed to do. I'm putting on the brakes and I'm turning the wheel so I wouldn't, you know, the brunt of this, my car wouldn't really hit the, this lady so hard. At the last minute, my car turns and it kind of it kind of went door to door hit instead of the front of my car to her door, which I think would have probably killed her, uh, which I thank God for. I, I think God really saved her, saved me because I wouldn't have been living myself if something would have happened to that lady that day. And, but I literally had no control. So at that point, I decided, why are why am I trying to test God? And they, you know, I'm not only the drive. When, when you hear those new people say, if you don't have anywhere to go today, then you need to stay home. There you go. They, I, I'm not the one who's going to be, oh, I got I got place to go. Forget that. No, 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 no. Soon as they say, if you ain't got no place to go, it'll be best if you just stay home. Shh. You ain't got to tell me twice. <laughs> I got enough work from home to do all damn day. So, you know, I can I can work from home, bro. I, I feel very lucky to be, able to be able to work from home. That's why right now I'm finishing up my gym at the house right now. That's exactly why. I ain't gonna lie to you. I used to think that, I probably said this on my podcast many times, I used to think the big building was everything. Having a big old gym, having this, having that. That is somewhere you gotta be all day. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I believe me, I, you know, that's still part of game plan and, and, and that's in the works. But uh, if I'm gonna be somewhere, I'd rather be at home. You know, so I'm building a gym at the house. I can work with a lot of my high-profile clients here at the crib. They want some exclusivity or however you say that. Yeah, my grammar ain't right on that. But add that exclusiveness for my clients uh, who don't want to be in a school or don't want to be in a big facility with a lot of the, you know, a lot of the people don't want to just do their thing. So that is the new dream. Uh, and, and, you know, I won't have to worry about whether people can come to me. If it's snowing, you can still come to me if you want. Yeah, a lot of a lot of my clients say, I don't care. Oh, yeah, I drive. I'm from Michigan. I'm from I'm from the East Coast. I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay, well, you drive. I'm not driving, bro. I ain't you. So so this would help me out. Like being able to have a spot at the crib that's really nice that, that you know, that people can feel comfortable enough to come over here. And if it feels exclusive, it feels nice, it feels like, man, they, like they really getting something here. So that's what I'm building. I'm building the experience. Every time you come here, it feels great. And, and I can be really consistent with it because it's mine. And I ain't got to worry about whether the, the gym is, you know, the, the gym is being used or the volleyball team got it or I got to share with this person. That person, I just need a place dedicated to my craft. Uh, so it's like having my own church, you know. I got to have a place I can always work, always worship always do what God want me to do and, and that's you know this gift he gave me so I'm living through it daily 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 so you know and just kind of going through you know all the current events you know going through all these events going through crazy stuff crazy stuff crazy weather um, what else we got going on this week uh, had a championship ring ceremony for Kainoa Central Catholic High School he a freshman over there he won a, won a state championship this fall and they finally had the ring ceremony and, and very interesting 
Very interesting, man. I, it's some some different kind of dudes out here. I tell you that, like some different kind of dudes. I really shouldn't get into this. I ain't gonna lie. I should get into this, but you know, it just just kind of funny. I'm from St. Louis, so you know, brothers act a certain way in St. Louis, and you know, uh, the brothers out here act totally different. Just let me tell you that this it's a whole different kind of brother. I don't really know what what it is. It is not what I'm used to, but. They act a certain kind of way when we they get all in front of other people, and 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 I just ain't with it. So it just it's just really weird, really weird, you know. So anyway, banquet had all kind of stuff. But for the most part, it was just so great to see, you know, uh, our family, or some of our family, me, my wife, uh, my youngest daughter, Kavina, and Kainoa, of course. But be able to be there celebrating Kainoa. Um, the older kids, Marquise and Kalani, you know, they living them big time lives. So, but it was nice to be there representing. It's his turn to go through it. Marquise had his turn. Kalani had her time, still having her time. Now she's in college playing volleyball, but it's, it's kind of his time right now. And it was fantastic, man. You get this big, beautiful ring, something I've never been able to accomplish is getting a championship ring. Actually, nobody in our family has ever gotten a championship ring. Uh, so, Kainoa is the first one breaking some molds here. You know, that's what it's all about, you know, making sure you provide the environment so your kids can surpass uh, your feats. Um, you know, that that is what I believe it's all about anyway. So congratulations to the young king in, in the Central Catholic Rams. Hopefully we got another three rings to go over the next three years. But things always get a little dicey. You know, you start winning, things start getting a little dicey. Everybody hate them. Everybody hate the school. Kind of like Notre Dame. Notre Dame is more a big football team. Either you love Notre Dame or you hate Notre Dame. That's how Central Catholic is. Either you hate them or you or you love them. You know what I'm saying? The people who hate them hate them with a passion. <laughs> people hate them, but hey, they also don't won. I don't know five of the six last state. You know, I mean five of the last ten state championships, something like that. And you know, they're successful all the time. What I like about it is they got brothers over there. It's like a, it's like a private black school. If you ask me, you got such a big demographic of brothers, you know, and and a lot of black excellence where you know kids are kids are really striving to be as best as they can. Parents got their foot off in your butt if you ain't doing it right. Like they expect excellence out of you. You know, I, I was at the uh, at the championship ceremony, and there's a there's a young lady in our neighborhood, um, a parent. And she's a, uh, I believe she works for the like a city county, you know, I don't know, city council or engineer. She she does all that type of stuff. She got a, some kind of state job, but she also um, owns like you know some. Uh, she's also an entrepreneur and owns a couple of franchises. I believe a McDonald's. I believe a, 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 a Wingstop. Uh, a couple of things like that, and I just, I just went to her and said, "This, I want to, I would love to pick your brain sometime because I've always planned on on the wing stop. So, to know somebody in my circle, a little close to me, and especially a black woman out here running some shit and owning some shit, I'm like, yo, if you could just take me, take a couple minutes and walk me through the process, like you know, I, I feel more comfortable. Somebody look like me got something like that. Like, let, let's have a talk. Let's pass on some information. That's been big these days." Just other black professionals, other black successful people handing down information. That is absolutely huge. Absolutely. It takes information to level up. 
not money, you can blow your money. Somebody can give you money and don't give you no wisdom behind it. You ain't going to do nothing but spend that money, right? That That's really what it's all about. So, uh, uh, that is a, that is a really, that is a really, really cool deal. Okay. Um, what else is going on this week? Oh man. Hey, this, this was, this was a big one. Um, this week, this was the craziest. I, I received, uh, I received a text, uh, I believe on, on a Friday and it, and, and it's from this young lady who I work with, Evina Westbrook. If you don't know, Evina Westbrook had a, was having a draft party. Evina Westbrook is a, a Oregon native, big time basketball playing young lady around here who um, went to Tennessee coming out of high school. You know, Tennessee used to be the basketball mecca. I wanted my daughter to go to Tennessee. That's all I wanted. I ain't gonna lie to you. Tennessee was every Candace Parker. That was my stuff. Uh, then she ended up transferring uh, to UConn. Now, you already know about UConn. Ain't no joke, right? So she was just in a national championship this year, final four last year. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get the championship, but uh, was it had a draft party because she was getting you know draft was on uh, Monday night. So I took the night off. Took the night off on Monday night. If you know me, I don't take no nights off. At least it's snowing. <laughs> so so that was you know it's you got to be a big deal for me to take a night off. But I canceled I canceled my night and uh, and and it was snowing. Right, so you know I don't even drive. So I, in the snow, I, I braided the snow, and took my ass down there, and I'm so happy I did. I, I literally, and, and I, you know, I, I thought I was gonna sound like a straight up punk saying, hey, you know, it, it, it's snow, and I can't make it during the snow, and this is the biggest, you know, moment in this young lady's life so far. And um, you know, she done worked her ass off since third grade. I ain't been there since third grade, but she been working. I've been seeing her since third grade do her thing she's been the talk of the town forever and um i always feel like she didn't really get her due after going off to college i, I felt like they kind of slide her because she went to tennessee you know black school and then she went to yukon and they we celebrate a whole bunch of girls around here but i never felt like we really gave her this girl her due i i i know this girl was good my daughter played against her several times so i got to watch her got to just watch her and study her a little bit unbelievable unbelievable talent uh just unbelievable watching her grow up and her her and her father james and would be in almost every gym and especially up there at the hoop in salem they was like you know everything up there you know um anytime you went to a, a tournament up there you you would see them too or at least you would see james right? he was also doing work at the hoop and running his teams up there he got a run and shoot basketball program so he was always in the spot I always say, hey, there's another brother right there, good-looking brother, you know. Um, but they have been kind of a staple of basketball around Oregon forever. And and I don't know why they, people ain't talking about them a lot, but they, they have always been the real deal. Maybe because they're not in Portland. They're out more on the outskirts of Portland, out in, in Salem. It's a little different, but she, she still won, I think, two state championships in a row. Um, and then was in another one or two. I don't know if she won. I don't think she won them, but she was in them. Uh, so I, I mean, she was running stuff in high school, running stuff in high school. It, it was, it was unbelievable. 
um, and then they go up to college. And then she had a couple of knee injuries in college. Uh, but their family was about it. I remember um, we played my daughter's club high school team was playing, I want to say a club that her mom was affiliated with. I don't think Evina played for this team. Evina was on a whole different one. She was playing with somebody else. But or, I, I don't know. No, maybe we did. We played a Cal Stars team. Uh, that Evina was on this team, though. But I do remember uh, the one young lady, Anescu, was on there on the teams. <laughs> and my daughter had to guard her. I can tell you, I can tell you, no lie. My daughter's doing really well against her. Now all of a sudden, Anescu starts shooting from the half court line and making them. <laughs> My daughter was dead this girl up, and I was, I'm talking big shit. Let's go, hey, we about that, we about that life. Yeah, yeah. Man, this girl came down, took a couple of looks at me, like, like, kind of hit a smirk, and then just started bombing from, <laughs> bombing from half court line, and was hitting the bonus. I just shut up immediately, like, holy crap. And I think uh, Evina's mom has something that she, she was. You know, she's a team mom. Plus, she ran the building that we was having uh, our tournaments in. So she she was at the scores table. I remember her Shara getting into a fight with like our club coach. Like they did they they did not like each other. That was that was real deal. That was my first introduction to Evina's mom. <laughs> it was not, it was not a game. All fire, no smoke. She was <laughs> she was not messing around. She wanted to fight. Everybody in our crowd, I was like, oh, okay, that's why Evina is a dog. I mean, her daddy played college basketball at Oregon State, so you figure, you know, you got to be good because you got brothers that play basketball, you got your dad playing basketball, but her mom, fire, holy moly, she, she is for real about that shit, boy, she's ready to fight everybody up in that building, she is not a game, but I just say that, man, just to look at the family dynamics uh, of... You know, I was taking a look at that when I was out at the draft party, how cool it was. You know, she got three brothers down there. She's the only daughter. Uh, it's really been like a team effort to get her to this point. The the older brother, uh, one of the older brothers, I forget my man's name, uh, I, I, Jay West, I want to say. But uh, this man is, uh, I think that's James Singer, but I, I, I mean James Jr., I believe I can't say that's for real, but I I know uh, I'm really cool with Bryce. Um, uh, Tico's a really good boy too. The the uh, my oh, LJ, that's his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So LJ, uh, it's just really cool to see the dynamics of the three brothers, the sister, the mom and dad. Everybody working on one goal. LJ's a hell of a hooper. He's already playing some pro ball in Texas. So he did great in high school. Bryce was a great basketball player. He's more on the coaching and development side. He's he's a, he's one of my, my babies, like a heart to me, like one of my kids. Um, but to see this whole family, uh, Tico's the baby, right? And, and literally, he's going to be a dog. Just, just wait. You know, I'll be working with him. I, I've worked with him in the past. And I'll be working with him going forward too. But just to see how happy they all were for her, um, to know the work they put in as a family, uh, I just absolutely adore that family. I just absolutely think that 
that's what it's all about. You know, I could just imagine the money they've had to spend getting back and forth to the East Coast, you know, and deciding are they going to take all the brothers or one brother or, you know, that's it. That's an expensive ticket going all the way to UConn, going over to Connecticut and, you know, Sweet 16 and Final Four and the Eight and Championship. And that take a lot of money. You got to do a lot of sacrificing, like, you know, to get there. It is not just the kids' talent. It's so much of the village, so much of the village. That's why I'm so happy to be a part of a village because uh, it takes everybody to get them there. And I just know from a parent standpoint, being a dad who – uh, have sent two kids D1 so far, and and I'm working on a third right now. Just how much it has taken, not just me, but the coaches and and other people around to really make this happen. And and you know, it's it just it, I just admire these guys so much to see them, how proud they were, how happy they were, how much we celebrated, we put the music on, we dance Evina was stressing she was crying she was happy she was sad it was you know I'm, I'm sure you know she she thinks she probably should have picked a couple picks ahead of when she got picked but God got a plan babe God got a plan number 21 uh in the world being drafted on draft day ain't bad you know what I'm saying I I I, I think that's pretty good and, and more it's about going to the right place going to the right place. You're going to Seattle. They're the best players in the world already play there. They already got championships there. She go she had opportunity to to take Sue Bird uh spot and be there for another 10, 20 years if she wants to. So it's about going to the right spot and, and it's funny me and me and James, her dad, we were sitting there, you know, right right before the pick, we were sitting talking about where he wanted her to go, you know, he was hoping, please don't let her go back to the Connecticut Sun or somebody was trying to pick her. And he is like, listen, bro, there's only three teams we even thinking about. The, the And Seattle was the first, L.A. Sparks was second, and uh, Las Vegas was the third. So we just honestly hoping like, oh, my God, please, please, please let this work out. And lo and behold, Everything worked out. It was it was just just fantastic to see the family just just glowing, absolutely glowing all night long. Uh, I just I just felt absolutely amazing. It, you know, the process was stressful and beautiful all at the same time. Just watching how you know we all knew she was going to get drafted, but you know, just watching her go through it. I've only seen it on TV, so you know. I got this is my third professional athlete that I've had the opportunity to to be in their in their development. Well fourth, actually fourth professional athlete. And this is the first time I ever got invited to a draft party to be a part of the whole process and being treated like family. It was, you know, I I did my job, which which is all I all I'm expected to do. All all I'm you know, I don't expect no more than that, man. I, I I play my part that I need to play, and that's it. But to be asked to be there and be a part of the family and a part of the experience was so special. I cannot I cannot even stress enough. I mean, it was it was unbelievable uh, to sit there and and stress out and and, and talk with the family and, and talk to people I had never met before and hurt you know people in her in her real circle, you know. Uh, so that was fantastic. That was fantastic. If you don't know, Evina travel around with a camera crew in the summer. I mean, all kind of stuff is happening. Videographers and camera crews. And, and so none of those people was there. None of the, the, the normal characters that are usually in, in our kind of our video world and our 
uh, you know, basketball world, it was just the family basketball, the real, the real, real stuff, you know, like, and, and that's what I want to be a part of that. That's that real stuff that when you get the invites there, you know, it's, it's forever, you know, you, you know, he was talking about being up in Seattle now and doing our workouts up in Seattle, you know, being able to do some work up there in the facility, like, you know, that, that's that's how you do it. You come back and you take care of your coach when your coach been taking care of you. So I, I absolutely love her for that and cannot wait for the next chapter. So draft day was a hit. It was fantastic. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what was what was kind of crazy. I, this, I hate to admit this. So of course after after you know, Evina gets drafted. Everybody, everybody screaming, we dancing. Next thing you know, we start popping bottles. <laughs> okay, so I am a lightweight when it comes to any kind of drinking. I ain't gonna lie to you, lightweight. So next thing I know, pop, bottles is popping. I gotta snap them, right? I gotta snap them. I'm, I'm drinking hard on the snapple that I brought from home, trying to make it last because I know, I already know, this girl get drafted. I already heard somebody yell, shots. I'm like, oh no, I can't do that. I'm about an hour away from the house. So I'm like, nah, I, listen, I ain't drank nothing in, I don't know, two, three years. Not, not because of anything, just, you know, I just don't really drink. I don't really get down like that. And so, so they start passing around champagne. Man, I nigga, I'm drinking this champagne. Next thing I know, I'm loopy as I like. Okay, I gotta get out of here. I wanted to actually stay a lot longer, but after I got done with that, what when I got done with my drink, I was like, yo, if I don't get the hell out of here, I would be in serious trouble. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> lightweight, lightweight. That that was the issue. I ain't gonna lie, I was even in college. I I remember trying to drink in college, trying to be like everybody else, puking everywhere, every time. Still still the same way. Just stomach ain't having it. Just, I don't know what it, I'm not sure what's, what's going on. Like, I'm allergic to it. Like, you know, it's just unbelievable. Like, there's some things I can drink. Like, you know, I think the most time I ever drank, I was a coach. And it'd be like, you know, after you get done with the high school games, and coaches go out to go have a drink and talk about the games. Next thing you know. But, I just, you know, I, I ain't never been no beer dude. I ain't never been, you know. So, you know, it just felt kind of crazy being out there. But it felt great to celebrate and drink at the time and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But, boy, I'm telling you, I just know. I just know, no, no. I, and, and plus, I wasn't really eating nothing. You know, when you're nervous like that. You're out there watching shit, and I just, I really wasn't eating nothing. So you get, you start having a couple of drinks, next thing you know, you felt like you didn't have like four or five drinks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I'd be down here on the couch on these cats if I don't get up out of here. So that was, that was a little, I, I'm, you know, trying to be a grown up every once in a while, and it always seems to backfire on me. So, so silly. I don't know if anybody else out there got that issue, but. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I, it just absolutely kills me that it's a, I'm a, that's a, like a one drink minimum type dude. Uh, I'll tell you, and even, and even that, I got, I got a couple big events coming up this year that I, I, I think it's going to be some drinking going on and I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be going on around me. I got my daughter, Kalani's turning 21, uh, this year. 
this summer, and I'm sure there'll be some events going on. Uh, also, my oldest son, Marquise, having his engagement party and got engaged to Olo Kelly. So they're going to have the engagement party here this summer. So those two events, probably be next two events, alcohol will be around and served and and see if I can be an adult and, and, and do what I got to do then. But but I, I, I don't look forward to it. We'll see. But I tell you, you know, um, again, I if you get opportunity to have a family, um, just watching the Westbrook family all appreciate each other and uh, kind of the roles they played in each other uh, life and, and, and the success growing up. Um, they, you just really had to uh, stop, slow down, and, and kind of smell the roses on that thing. Uh, you know, just seeing a family accomplish a goal is so big. You know, it's, it always can be self-centered or Evina's success was really about her family. And about everybody else who, and maybe that's what everybody's, you know, the, the bigger picture on a lot of these big time athletes. It's about everybody around them, everybody around them who helped them get there. And I think that's the beautiful thing, especially if the athlete is humble um, and, and thankful and appreciative of, of you know, all the contributors. And and that's what this was. It was a, it was a wonderful day. I hope to be invited to many more draft days. Um, uh, so uh, for me, you know, of course, not every athlete would get to that point. Um, I, I feel, I feel successful just helping kids feel great about themselves, getting a better perspective about themselves. Um, but to help people also reach their goals is my mission. So if that's one of your missions and you want to put in all that work, uh, and it's a lot of work. It's a lifetime achievement award, basically. Right? It's a lifetime achievement award. So it's a lot of work to be done to get to that point. Once, you know, if I'm, I'm there for that, too. You know, I'm, I'm all in for that, too. But a kid has to be driving a train on that. That's not something I'm going to say. You, yeah, you're good enough to A lot of kids good enough to go pro. Most of them not want to work hard enough or long enough. Right? Being consistent enough. So, um I just I just love the process, uh, and if you out there and kiddos out there, parents out there, I don't care what you're doing. If you're parenting, if you're working, whatever goal you're working toward, if you're trying to get a scholarship, if you're recruiting uh, in the recruiting process, remember you got to work hard enough, you got to work long enough, you got to love it enough, right? Like you got to love it more than somebody else. You got to work harder than somebody else. This is this is real. Okay, whether it's, it's it's entrepreneurship, you got to stay up a little longer than somebody else. You might have to invest a little more in somebody else. Do what it takes. Do what it takes. Okay, every situation is different, but every situation is going to take everything you got. Do what it takes. Okay, success is out there. You got to go get it. Nobody's bringing it to you. This is Coach Hayes hollering at you from the Clack region. Have a fantastic day. <clears throat> Peace. I'm out.